This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd like to be on the program today, our Friday afternoon of Rush Hour. All you have to do is dial 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I'd be happy and honored to take your calls. It has been a busy week. You have a lot to call about. If you've been following things, if you're a World Cup fan and you were rooting for Brazil, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, don't mean to make fun of you. I mean, because I... I Croatia. I mean, the biggest thing about the Croatian thing I've been reading in the newspapers is this girl just running around in like a bikini, and she's like Miss Croatia boobs, and and she's been all over the place in all the news coverage. So it's I haven't even read anything about the team, just about this girl with the bikini on. Um, and then something else just happened because Kevin was just like apoplectic or something. I don't know what is the Nether Regions or something happened with the Nether Regions. What what happened with the Nether Regions? Well, the Netherlands just tied up their game against Argentina at the last second. And I mean the last very second of the game. The Netherlands tied Argentina two goals in under 20 minutes, the last 20 minutes of the game. So you're like rooting for the Netherlands? Well, if I mean, a goal at the last kick of the game to keep them alive is quite spectacular, if you ask me, on a world stage. So they tied the game in the last possible opportunity that they had to survive, and they are currently surviving as we speak. I'm glad for them. Um, R. Kelly is in the news. R. Kelly has a new album out. Kevin, do you know the name of the single? I'm not kidding. It's a jail-released album, and the title song apparently, or the song that they're making a big deal is called I Admit It. You gotta be kidding me. I'm not kidding you. Apple and Spotify were carrying. Look, here's the headline. Are you kidding me? (laughs) They were and 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 so Apple and Spotify have in fact in fact dropped it, apparently, after they caught wind. And they're trying to figure out how this this album the album title is I admit it. You sound ridiculous. I didn't admit it. He did. You know, that's horrible. I don't know. Hey. Anyway. And then there's Twitter. 
Twitter is admitting it. Well, the new Twitter under Elon Musk. And in fact, today we learn, and I cannot wait. Princess Di will be joining us shortly. I can't wait. There's so much to discuss with Princess Di. But this business now with Twitter, folks, this is to me very serious. I kept saying all along, okay, Twitter's admitting they're shadow banning people. They, they've been doing this. Despite all the lies, we know that they impacted the campaign. And by the way, where's Facebook in all of this? Because we know it wasn't just Twitter. We know that Facebook was doing the same thing. We know that there was a degree of, if not coordination, similar behavior from social media platforms concerning the right wing in, or what they call the right wing, in previous election cycles. So I've been saying, where is the Department of Justice? Where is actually the Republican Party, the RNC, demanding a full accounting? Well, today we learned... That, yeah, they have been actually, at Twitter, they were actually shadow banning certain politicians. I don't know which politicians yet, we can only guess. And this, during an election, is campaign interference. This is what they were accusing the Russians of colluding. That There was no need for Russia to collude with anybody. Twitter and these liberals, these leftists at Twitter... We're doing all the collusion with the Democrat Party that they wanted to do. And so I want to know what happens now. What is this going to be one of those things? Oh, without evidence. Okay, there's evidence. There are, as they say now, the new popular phrases, there are receipts. So what happens now? Will we see the, the FEC get in the Federal Elections Commission? Will we see them get involved here? Will we see the Department of Justice raise their hands and say, you know what, we need a special prosecutor to look into the interference into the United States elections? Will the people that worked at Twitter, including this head of legal, what's her name? Her name's uh, uh, VJJ, whatever her name is. Will she be hauled out in front of committees and actually charged with interfering, including with or interfering with United States elections. And Republicans should be and better be starting to demand anything more than just shock. Oh, we're shocked or not shocked, as the case may be. Of course, today, Kristen, Kristen Cinema. So she's no longer a Democrat. She's going to do a Bernie Sanders thing, which is claimed to be independent and then still caucus with the Democrats. So I say, whatever. I can't wait to hear what Princess Di has, because Princess Di was on it with, with Kirsten Cinema early, and I can't wait to see what she believes the impact of this will be. And then there's the... The Griner. I saw Russian TV. There was a panel. And they were laughing themselves silly on this panel. Laughing themselves silly at the United States of America. This woman was a moderator. And she was saying, you know, in America you have a hero. That's what she's calling Whelan. She was saying, she went through his track record. And, and clearly the guy is a spy, she's saying, which should make him a hero. He's a decorated 
Marine. He did this dangerous work for his country. He should be a hero in America. And yet they leave him behind. She says, this is her, this Russian moderator. She says, so they leave him behind and they take a lesbian, what does she call it? A lesbian drug addict is how she, or something to that effect, is how she described Griner. And said, this is what the Americans vote for. They don't support the heroes to their fatherland. That's how she's, and they're all, she and this panel, they're all sitting cracking up about how stupid America is and how, and how, what a society America has become where they don't even honor their heroes. They don't even respect their heroes. But instead, because, oh, she said there, this woman shut her head. She says, there are three problems with whaling in America. She says, there are two, no, three problems says the Ruski, with, with, with Wayland in America. Problem one, he's white. Problem two, he's a male. Problem three, he's heterosexual. And then they all burst out laughing. And they said, that's what American society has turned into. They will leave a man in jail over here in Russia because he's white He's a male and he's heterosexual, and instead they will take home the lesbian woman of color drug addict. And this, they are cracking themselves up. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting looking at this, and I kept thinking to myself, I remember the days when we used to laugh at Russia. We'd be like, <laughs> look at the Soviet Union, empty store shelves. <laughs> they can't even stock their grocery stores. <laughs> they have sales, and then when you go into the store, the stuff isn't there. <laughs> and then you're looking, you say, where's the baby formula here in the United States on the shelf? And there isn't any. And then we used to say about Russia, <laughs> those commies, they get such disinformation. <laughs> They got Pravda over there. They got Pravda. They have the TAS news agency. How are you going to get? They tell blatant lies that everybody knows. I mean, yeah, they tell this stuff to the Russian people. The Russian people know that nothing's true that they're saying. <laughs> oh, those backwards commies. <laughs> and then you look at the media here. Yesterday, there was a report from NBC. And I wondered, before I realized who did the report, I had tweeted out, I wonder will the NBC reporter be disappeared? Just like that guy that NBC disappeared who reported the true, the true unfiltered version of what happened at the Pelosi house with Paul Pelosi. That guy hasn't been seen from or heard from since. And he was a star reporter. But there was a report that NBC had included it in in one of their early reports on this trade. And you know what NBC reported? They said the United States was offered a choice by Russia. This is what NBC, and I will tell you the reporter in a moment. The report said that America was offered a choice. You can have one or the other, but you can't have both. You can have Whalen or you can have Griner, but you can't have both. And we chose Griner. That report came from Andrea Mitchell, NBC News. 
They're not going to disappear, Andrea Mitchell. But that report, and we laughed, we used to laugh at Toss for misinformation. Within moments, that report was gone, never to be heard from again. Oh, yes, my friends. Talk about role reversal. What has happened to this beautiful land of ours? 800 848 WABC's number to call 800 848 Princess Di coming up. Don't go away. Your call's coming up as well. It is Friday. Let's have some fun as well. We're coming back right after this. Don't go away. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly on 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. There is no Netflix movie coming from this Princess Di's household. The kids aren't ratting on the other kids. The wife isn't happy, unhappy <laughs> with Mama Princess. Everything's cool. They're contented. Everything is happy in the Princess household. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I keep seeing these stories about this Netflix story of what's going on over there. And I just, I don't even read past the first sentence because I don't care. But it's like, these people are a mess. Oh, they really are. I mean, the narcissism is exponential in this in this pair. It's, it's unbelievable. I do what you do. I read the headlines, shake my head. Uh, but someone's following it because, man, they're per- putting out all these stories, uh, you know, across the pond and here. So someone is following this. The Daily Mail could do a book with this stuff. They do about 30 stories a day on Meghan and Harry. I'm like, how much is there to say about these two? But anyway. Anyway. Kristen, so. Kirsten, how do you pronounce Is it Kristen or Kirsten? Kirsten. But, you know, she is being cursed by the Democrats today. So that's a good way to remember how you pronounce her name. Kirsten Cinema. Okay. Kirsten Cinema. First three words of that last name, Sin, Kirsten Cinema. <laughs> oh, she hated. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I feel a little bit of schadenfreude because usually we're the ones right after an election who get the shaft, you know, where we've got power sharing going on all of a sudden. You remember that? With yes. Trent 
lot. And, you know, we had a 50-50 Senate. And then thanks to Jim Jeffers. Yes. And then Trent decided to give away the committee. You know, so we're used to after a a victory in an election, especially in the U.S. Senate, that all of a sudden our side, quote unquote, our side gives away our victory. And so I understand how angry that average Democrat voters are, especially in Arizona, because they have been so excited about the Senate. I don't know why, but they've been excited about this 51-49 margin that they have, Democrats over Republicans. And, you know, a day later or a couple of days later, all of a sudden, it's really amazing. They only have, when you look at it, 48 Democrat senators. They have three independents who caucus with them if she does caucus with them. And so far, I've heard it both ways that she hasn't promised to caucus with the Democrats and that she has. She is maintaining her committee chair assignments from Schumer. I've been amazed at how nice that Schumer and Biden's camp have been because they know that she could really damage them. Because if she does go all the way, I mean, right now she's declared that she's non binary in that she cannot decide to uh, (laughs) follow the partisanship of either of the political parties. So she's in the middle. She's non-binary and she's going to be independent and she's declared herself basically a maverick as, you know, we had to put up with our maverick from Arizona, McCain. John McCain, McCain. Mm -hmm. Yes. So for talking point purposes, you know, it's fun, but as you said, practically speaking, it probably isn't going to really matter if the, you know, the power sharing that's already been negotiated between McConnell and Schumer is probably going to stay the same. And she is going to vote with them. She's voted 94 percent with Biden anyway. So it's just on paper. She was in trouble politically. She Her term is up uh, in 24 And she is really hated by Democrats because she has been causing problems. She hasn't vote, you know, gone with the program of the left in the Democrat Party. And so she was already picking up a challenger from the left, a guy named Ruben Gallego. So she was going to have problems in her primary. This way, she avoids a Democrat primary. She is going to be facing the Democrat uh, nominee in the general. So she only has one um, uh, race to worry about. She can save her cash. This might be smart. She can save her cash and just spend it in the general election. Wow. But what that means is it's possible that that could be a Republican pickup, because if it's a three-way vote, the Republican has more of a chance, unless it's, you know, Maricopa County all over again. But it does open up the, you know, the future race. But in the meantime, it's fun to talk about. But let me tell you, if Joe Manchin follows her or John Tester, who's a Montana, the only Democrat in statewide office in Montana, if either of them followed suit, that could really shake things up. And I am just hoping that happens, that we have a one, two, another shoe drops. But in the meantime, this is just fun to talk about and to laugh at the Democrats' pain. <laughs> well, speaking about laughter, the Russians are laughing there, as I said in, the, in my opening model. The, I saw this thing translated. What? They're laughing themselves silly over this trade. They get back one of the worst human beings possible in the world, this arms yeah. dealer, this master 
uh, 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 warmonger that they have, Victor Bold, uh, whatever his last, Victor, they get old Victor back, and we get Griner. Uh, yeah, so how about that trade there, Diana? Biggest well, trade in WNBA I, I, history. I have to say to Brittany Griner, welcome home. I, I am happy that she is returned to America. And, you know, on the other hand, when it comes to the Marine, who's still over in Russia, Paul Whelan, I'm going to quote Elon Musk. And he said last night, never leave a Marine behind. Never. And I agree with him. And on that note, you know, it's interesting that Trump turned down that deal. He was given the option of trading the merchant of death, whose name is Viktor Anatolyevich, B-O-U-T, it's, it's spelled. In Russia, it's pronounced but. So Victor but. Victor but. Victor Butt is the is the arms dealer, and this is what Trump was offered one for one, the Marine for Butt, and he turned it down. He absolutely was not because let me tell you something. I have looked more into this. I read an amazing piece of journalism back from when journalism happened. The PBS Frontline did a Gunrunner series in May of 2002 and ripped the bark off of this guy. And let me tell you what his name should be. His name should not be the Merchant of Death. His name should be the Merchant of Black Death. This guy went into country after country in Africa, Angola, Rwanda, Sierra Leone, the Congo, and Sudan. And he opened up all the civil wars with all of the arms dealing, and he created the most bloody massacres of black human beings in Africa. And this is the guy who finally was caught by a sting operation. He was involved with terrorists in bin Laden and the Taliban, and he was selling arms so that he could so that the terrorists could knock Americans out of the sky. They finally ran a sting on him, the DEA, put him in jail, convicted in 2011, got 25 years, and he shouldn't have been out until the year 2036. This guy has not paid one minute for the crimes that he created in Africa. He was paid in blood diamonds. So he not only killed African human beings, thousands of them, but he also ruined the economies, opened up all kinds of civil war and unrest. By him, this one guy ran the biggest network in human history. And this is the guy that Joe Biden let out. Don't let another Democrat tell me anything ever again about gun control, because this guy, if there was anybody who needed to be controlled and imprisoned, it was this guy. And don't let any Democrat ever again say black lives matter to Joe Biden, because the black lives that were lost by this guy had no value when he let this guy out. And so I have been angry beyond compare that this guy, he was just a name to trade. What he actually had done in our planet and our humanity was never paid for and and no one is talking about it they you know they say oh yeah he's a, a merchant of death but they don't go into what he did and that should be on the record and i think you just put it on the record i would love to see this as an editorial that you write diana because this is stunning information and it makes me wonder now hmm no wonder they wanted to let this guy out hmm yeah 
Uh, Your Highness, as always, this is uh, why we depend on you and you never fail to deliver real information that we don't hear anywhere else. Thank you, Princess Diana. Look forward to having you tomorrow on the Saturday morning radio extravaganza. We shall continue the discussions. Oh, by the way, um, if you are planning, uh, Your Highness, on going on vacation over the Christmas holidays, please protect your luggage. Sam, (laughs) Sam Brenton is out there. Protect your luggage. luggage stealer. Yes, he's he's apparently a pattern with this guy. You know, he's done it many more times than the twice he's been caught at. Mm -hmm. I want to know more. (laughs) We'll check with you in the morning, Your Highness. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Sir James. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. We're coming back. Bo Snerly's Rush Hour continues right after this. At 17, we fell in love. High school sweethearts. Love was so brand new. We took the vows of man and wife forever. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly Rush on Rush. 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snerdly. It's Friday, WABC. Cool in the game, bring us back. Not that I know of. It does sound like kind of a movie. Star, it does very much. Yeah. It's a good do question. we have the uh, Do we have the R. Kelly thing yet, uh, uh, Kevin? No. What? Do we have the R. Kelly new album yet? I admit it. You thought I was making this up. It is real, brah. Somehow, in jail, incarcerated, R. Kelly releases a freaking album. It gets on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else. Title track, I admit it. And then people start complaining. And then they say, oh, we better take it down. How many tracks did it say was on that album? Like 12? 13 tracks on the new R. Kelly album. Do you play pickleball? 
I yeah, I I have, and yeah, absolutely for sure. Now I hear people saying, "I'm going to play pickleball," and I'm like, "What the, um, um, what is pickleball?" So I had no idea that uh, pickleball was a a thing. Yeah, I didn't even know what pickleball was. So I guess it's like tennis, except you play with the little bitty racket that you use, like in racquetball or something. Right. It's more of a wooden paddle that you use, and it's a different kind of ball. A wooden but it's, paddle. Yeah. Sounds a little freaky. So ay, ay, ay. <laughs> it does. Take I'm sorry. Off the weed. I don't smoke weed. I haven't since I was young. But and yes, they are. I, they and are. And when I wood. did, I inhaled. But that was many, many moons ago, many decades ago. Okay, yeah. so so it's you, so you have this wooden paddle. Yeah, it's uh, and it's mm-hmm. a, it's on a, it's on the same tennis you know concrete kind of you know setting that they use. It's just obviously a smaller court because the ball doesn't travel as far. The racket doesn't give you as much distance as a normal tennis racket would. But um, it's a fun sport. It's like miniature tennis outdoors. Absolutely. You're hot. Okay, because you know this has been like a a big thing. You know what it is? Uh, Can I chime in? Hello, Bob. Yeah, you can chime in, Bob. You play pickleball, too, No, I don't, but you know what it is? It's become very popular with celebrities. I think that's why it's really taking off. You see celebrities playing it on TV or in the papers, whatever. That's just my opinion. Okay, well, you do know that down in the West Village, there's been a big dispute over pickleball. People, adults, were setting up in the park... This is, uh, what park is this? Saravelli Park in Manhattan, down in the village. So the adults were coming in, and they were setting up their own nets, sometimes six or eight teams, I guess, and they were playing pickleball. And the parents of children were getting so upset because they crowded the kids out of the park. All the, the, the kids used to, you know, run around, do whatever kids do in the park, and then all the adults came in and started playing pickleball. And so the the parents got so mad that they started telling their kids, hey, go and interrupt the game. Just go in while they're playing. Isn't that the run- s- I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, isn't that the same park they're banning it? Is that the yes, park right? I was just getting to I'm that. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to be a killjoy, but that's okay. It's not a killjoy, but yes, it is. So now but this to me, I was like, wait a minute. So you have adults playing a game that is a high-energy game. We're told all the time that adults in America don't exercise enough, that we're a nation of fatties, that we need to be active. So now you have this sport, and adults are out playing it, and some people get, my kids are running around the park, not you. We want my kids to be playing. I'm going to send the kids in there and tell them to ruin your game. And so what does the city do? The city tells the adults, That's oh, the way you, it is. That, that you, got, you hit it on the head. What the hell taxes <laughs> do these kids pay? Wait a minute. These kids aren't taxpayers. You have adults that are actually playing. It's like, what? go away, children. The adults are playing here. Kids can play anywhere. Adults can't go out and play in the street. Adults can't go out and run around their backyard playing because they don't have them in Manhattan. Pick them up. Take the freaking kids and let them play inside. Tell them to get on their damn iPads. One of these days, they're going to be obese. They're going to need somewhere to play. 
You got all these adults finally out exercising, and what does the city do now? You can't exercise. We have to have it for the kids. Screw the kids! All right, then build the pickleball Screw court. The kids. Build the pickleball aye, court. Let the kids, the kids get everything. Let the adults play. You know, I just, I, I'm, I'm looking at the wire right now. They have actually opened a pickleball court at JFK. Could you believe that? They have one there at the airport. The airport? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? It's a pop-up court at JFK. I don't know. So, okay, you've got 20 minutes before your flight. Go play some pickleball and get on the plane sweaty? Sure. Get out of here. <sighs> for Rem- the children. Remember okay. Remember when running, I mean, before when it really took off for the 70s? Remember, like, every, everybody was running? I remember reading about people actually exercising on the planes. They would skip rope and do running in place and all that. I heard about the Mile High Club on the planes, but I didn't hear about that other kind of exercise. Anyway, but anyway, pickleball, uh, it's the fun sport right now. It's just, you know. Yeah, except if you're an adult. Absolutely. Let's see if it will last. Let's see. Yeah, okay. And I didn't mean, you know, screw the kids. No, you made a point. The kids are taxpayers. They're not taxpayers. Right, Right, because liberals take that seriously, and that's what they're trying to sexualize all these kids. I don't want to even give them a hint that I agree with them. But... But my point, you have adults. We've been hearing for the last 30 years how American adults are so uh, not active and they need to become more active, and this is vital, and they need to shed the pounds and exercise. So now when the adults go out and exercise, they're told, you can't exercise here. You're getting in the way of the children. It's a crowded city. It's 9 million million people here. It's a lot of people. And everyone has a story. Mm -hmm. In the naked city. James Colden, a.k.a. Most Sternly here with you. We're coming back to take your telephone calls on WABC Talk Radio 77. It's Post Sternly's Friday Rush Hour. Don't go away. The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Bo Snurdly. On 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush. It is Friday. It's WABC. We are in the Christmas season, ladies and gentlemen. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Happy New Year. To our friend Curtis, Mr. Sliwa, a dedication. From the number one band in the land back in the 80s. Earth. Wind. And fire. It's Friday. Let's rock out on WABC.
special shout out to Rhonda Schrock, America's small caffeinated mom who does an amazing column every week. So, Grant, I'm glad he loves the music, Rhonda. You know, we are, I'm putting together, let me let you know something. I don't know when it's going to go live because we may be a month away, maybe in the new year. We're putting together a new website where we're going to do a lot of music. I am, yeah, jamesgolden.com, but we're going to do a lot of music, travel stuff. Uh, it's it's like everything that I'm interested in, science, stuff like that. So we're building it now. And um, Rhonda has been sending me some amazing Christmas pictures. Her stuff looks like it's postcard stuff. I can't wait to be able to show you all of it. I, I, she sends me these pictures. I look at them in the morning. It, oh, they always make me smile. She's such an inspiring figure. So we will, uh, we're will. we going to feature that on our website when we get it built. And I was just thinking to you, you know, I never talk about the book, or rarely. And um, there's an, uh, a cartoon guy out here who does daily cartoons. And he has this beautiful cartoon of Rush that he's presented to people for Christmas season. And I was on Twitter, and he's like, and by the way, if you get this, we're going to put in Snurley's book. And I was like, wow, that was an honor. So I just I want to mention the book. It's called Rush on the Radio. And for Rush fans, it is a, you know, you it is a good Christmas gift. Let me just say it. Rush on the Radio. And, of course, the Daily BS, which you can pick up anywhere. Uh, if you go to jamesgolden.com, we do a twice-a-day news blast with news you won't get anywhere else. Now, let's head to the telephones. Eric in Connecticut, you're on WABC with James Golden. How are you, my friend? Very well, Mr. Golden. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, I think, you know, it was a really special thing when uh, Rush Limbaugh won the Medal of Freedom. I think you have a little slice of that, too. Because uh, you guys definitely changed my life. Anyway, um, thank you. I'm ex-military. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm ex. I was the guy that called last yesterday who got kind of cut off after 12 seconds. But anyway, uh, I think I misunderstood you because I thought yesterday uh, you were saying that Brittany Griner uh, is more remarkable than a Marine. No, I said she's more important than a Marine because that is what our our brilliant our brilliant press girl at the White uh, press spokesman girl, uh, this Karine Jean-Bia. That's what she said. She said, do we have it? I'll play. And it, I was infuriated. And so when I was saying that Brittany Griner is, is more important, I was mocking what she said, which was, to me, just insane and incredible. But no, uh, no, so you had it right. I mean, and, and the Russians are laughing at us, folks. The Russians are laughing at us. They're saying, how dare you not bring home, how dare you stupid Americans not bring home a hero, a person that puts his life on the line for your country. And they're, what has become of, they, Russians are laughing at us. What has become of your society? Here's what Karine Jean-Pierre said yesterday. Treat Paul Whelan differently given the nature of the total, totally illegitimate charges they have levied against Paul. Unfortunately, the choice became to either bring Brittany home or no one. Lie. As the That's what said, Andrew 
No, keep it up. Never stop working Lies. to secure Paul's release and return home, and he will not give up. On a personal note, Brittany is more than an athlete, more than an Olympian. She is an important role model and inspiration to millions of Americans, particularly the LGBTQI plus Americans and women of color. She should never have been detained by Russia. And uh, we are, I am, deeply proud of the work that the president has done. Treat Okay, first lie. We learned from Andrea Mitchell, and of course, NBC then sanitized and scrubbed it, that the Russians offered us a choice, one or the other, but you can't have both. And this administration chose her. That's something the Russians today are laughing at. Okay, so that was a blatant falsehood. If, okay, somebody's lying. I don't, and I should not have just said lie, with somebody's lying. Either the White House is lying, and this John Pierre, Catherine Jean-Pierre doesn't know what she's talking about, or Andrea Mitchell of NBC News is lying. But according to Andrea Mitchell of NBC News yesterday, the United States of America was offered a choice by Russia. You can have one, but you can't have the other. And we chose this one to come home. So that's the first thing. But no, and, and thank you for calling back and clarifying what you said. I wasn't saying that I was just mimicking what Karine Jean-Pierre said. Oh, she's important. She's important. Oh, boy. Sandra in New Jersey. Welcome. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. It's Friday. It's Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. How are you, Sandra? Oh, hi, Bo. How are you? I, I have to tell you, I listen to you every day. I love everything you say. But yesterday, you said something that made me sad about Herschel Walker. And then when a man spoke about the same thing today, he had my exact thoughts about Herschel Walker and John Fetterman. So what I want to say is I was brokenhearted when Herschel Walker lost the election because I would have listened so closely to everything he has to say because maybe he doesn't say it so eloquently, but he says it the same, the message is the same, and I would have loved to have had him in the Senate. Okay, let so me. I'm sorry, and I understand what you're saying. And when, well, look, Herschel Walker cleaned Paul Warnock's clock in the debate. But I'm just telling you the truth, and I'm not going to sit up and lie just because it's convenient. I cringe when, her, when Herschel says, look, there are black conservatives. If the goal is we're going to play this identity politics and we got to get ourselves a black guy to go up against another black guy, all right, fine, if that's what it's come to. But, it, but why is it that we always on the Republican side have to get somebody that cannot re- – let me stop right there and just say, I hear you, Sandra, I understand. And thank you for, 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 for your opinion on this. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Margaret in New York, welcome. You're on WABC, Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you, Margaret? I'm okay, Bo. I was listening to The View yesterday, and you don't have to worry. Paul Whalen doesn't have to worry because he'll be coming home soon because Whoopi Goldberg and Sonny Hassan are on the case. They work very hard in, in, uh, 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 along with the White House in getting home Brittany, and now they're going to work on Paul. Oh, gee. That'll count. I'm <laughs> sure Putin's over there. Can't wait. Putin must be over there just, just, just having a gasm. 
Oh, because uh, guess what? Whoopi's working on it. And Sonny, both of them. Yeah, I'm sure. Poor Paul. He's going to. Poor Paul Whalen. Okay, let's go. John, Long Island. Time is fleeing rapidly. It's on, on WABC. Hi, John. Hey, Bo. How are you? Two things Good. I want to tell you real quick. Have you seen Daryl's house with the OJs? I have not seen that episode of Daryl's house. Is it awesome? Awesome. You've got to check it out. Go to YouTube. It's around 45 minutes. The OJs show up, and they really uh, kick butt. The other nice. Thing, uh, like this past weekend, my wife and I, we saw Billy Davis Jr. and Marilyn McCoo. Awesome. Ooh. He's yeah. 84 years old. He's 84, and she's 79, and their voices were just like they were 50 years ago. It's unbelievable how good they were. Well, thank you for sharing that. I always enjoyed them. I enjoyed them back when they were both with the Fifth Dimension. You know, we don't play Fifth Dimension a lot in our bumper rotation, and we have to include that in. So we will do that. Time is fleeing rapidly, my friends. It is time for me to take off and say goodbye for the day, but we'll be back first thing in the morning, 7 a.m. Hope you join us, too, for Bo Snurley's Saturday morning radio extravaganza here on WABC. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. Have a wonderful holiday season. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.